Thanks for joining us at the Business Growth Cafe, where each week we select from a menu of topics for a focused discussion with an industry expert to provide insights that can impact your business's growth with your host, Angelo Ponzi. I am Angelo Ponzi, your host here at the Business Growth Cafe, and thank you for joining us. Leadership comes in all shapes, sizes, and levels of experience. I'm sure you've heard the saying, he or she is a born leader. But I'm not sure anyone is really born into being a great leader. Given today's challenges in the business world, however, leadership is even more important than ever. Today at the cafe, I'm speaking with Adam Mendler, CEO of Velos. Adam is a serial entrepreneur, a motivational speaker, author, and today my guest to explore the importance of leadership as well as advice for entrepreneurs about improving their leadership skills. Adam, welcome. Angela, thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. This, this topic is so important right now, I find, because people are struggling. You know, they, they reacted very quickly. They're unsure about what to do. And I think they're slowly starting to figure it out. But, you know, I think we're going to find at the end of this who has really risen to be maybe a great leader and those that, frankly, failed miserably at being a leader uh, with kind of the diverse uh, locations of people working. So why don't we take a few minutes before we kind of really jump into this and why don't you tell the audience about yourself and your group and a lot of the different things that you do. Sure. I enjoy talking about leadership a lot more than I enjoy talking about myself, but happy to talk about both. So my name is Adam. Thanks again for having me. I run a company called the Velos Group. We have a few different businesses in different industries. One of our companies is called Beverly Hills Chairs. We're the leading sellers in the country of refurbished brand name chairs. So the Herman Miller Aeron chair, the Steelcase Leap chair, the Herman Miller Mira chair. These are really, really popular chairs that retail for over $1,000 brand new. We sell them for around $500 a chair refurbished and that's one of our businesses. We have another company called Custom Tobacco. If you go to customtobacco.com, you can create your own fully customized private label cigars in real time. Everything's customized from the shape, the size, the blend, the wrapper, the filler, the flavor. And you can create your own customized cigar bands as well. We have a software consulting business called Velo Solutions, where we provide custom software development to early stage to middle market companies. And I do a lot of writing and speaking on leadership, on management, on different topics related to business. And I have a podcast called 30 Minute Mentors, where I go one-on-one with the most successful leaders in the country, leading founders, CEOs, celebrities, athletes, generals, admirals. I've had founders of household name companies like Kayak, the CEO of Gold's Gym. Uh, This past week, my guest was the former chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. So try to really bring on really diverse range of perspectives, but leaders to listen to, people who can add a lot of value on this topic. Because Angelo, as you said, there's not a whole lot more important right now than leadership and Listeners of all stripes should understand how to become a better leader because 
I mean, we'll get into it on, on the show today, but at the end of the day, being a great leader is not just about you, but it's about the people you lead and making an impact on each and every person in our orbit. So that's what I do. I'm very passionate about what I do. It's more than a job. It's more than a business. I have a few different businesses, but for me, it's really a way of life. And I eat, sleep, live, breathe what I do. And it's a lot of fun. Okay, fantastic. I, I do have some standard questions that I do like to ask, but I, I have to go back for a second because, you know, in, in prepping for this, and you just talked about your your businesses, chairs, you know, furniture, custom tobacco, technology. I mean, that's those are and then and then mentoring and in pod. Those are really eclectic businesses. It, it's not like it's they're they're dovetailing off each other. Those are really diverse. So how how is a business leader and and business owner? How did you end up in these various really diverse verticals? So it's a great question. It's a question I'm often asked. I'm often asked by people who will come across what I'm doing and maybe they'll find my podcast. Maybe they'll find my writing. Maybe they'll listen to me as a member of an audience. I do quite a bit of speaking to businesses, to universities, to all different kinds of groups. And they'll ask me, Adam, your background is so interesting and so cool. How can I do what you did? And my best advice is don't, don't even, please don't. Because Angelo, I think sort of implicit in your question is, why are you doing this? Why wouldn't you just kind of pick one thing and focus on it? And that is actually the advice I give to people is pick your best thing and go all in on it. In my case, it happened because when I started the Velos Group, I was a first time entrepreneur. I started with my brother. And he and I had tons of ideas. We had probably 10 different ideas that we were pushing on in our first year, year and a half as a business. And during that first year and a half, it was a really fun experience. It was a really exhilarating experience of taking all these different ideas we had and trying to turn them into businesses. But it was also an experience in which we blew through all of our money, we blew through all of our savings. And about a year and a half in with our backs up against the wall, I had this come to Jesus moment, which for me was pretty unique because I'm Jewish. So for me to have a come to Jesus moment <laughs> means something. And it was the realization that you can't do a hundred things at once. You have to pick the things that are closest to happening because without focus, without discipline, without with essentially by being pulled in so many different directions, we were going nowhere. So what happened was my brother and I picked our two business ideas that were closest, one being the office furniture business, the other being the cigar business. And we just took those two and went with them. And over the years, we've taken them from ideas to early stage businesses to companies that service tons of customers all over the country. And in the case of our furniture business, all over the world, we have brand name customers, our, our office furniture company. We sell to lots of individuals and home offices. We sell to lots of small and medium sized businesses, but we also sell to the U.S. Senate. We sell to lots of universities. I'm guessing this episode will be streaming on Spotify. We've 
sold a lot of chairs over the years to Spotify. So it, it's been a journey. And point number two is just being open-minded and not pigeonholing yourself, being okay with pivoting, being okay with going in new directions. For me, a lot of it has been following my passion. I've always had a passion for leadership. I've had a passion for speaking. I've had a passion for mentorship. I've had a passion for making a difference in the lives of others. And that's manifested itself in lots of different forms and shapes and sizes. And being okay with that, being okay with, to use a baseball analogy because I love baseball, being okay with going with the pitch. If the ball's on the outside part of the plate, hit it to the opposite field. If it's on the inside part of the plate, pull it. Go with the pitch and don't be afraid to pivot. Okay, great. That's great advice. I, you know, I, I, I've been accused many times of, of diversifying and spreading my, my focus, as you called it. And, um, and sometimes it, it's been beneficial, but a lot of times it's just a lot of stress. Um, I, there was a period of time when I, I had an advertising agency, but I also had a, a research company in a completely different industry and trying to run them both at the same time. It, it was, it was very stressful. Um, and so I, I don't recommend that, but I, I certainly understand about looking at opportunities and really focusing on whatever those select two or three are to really work. And I like the fact that you found, you said, you know, finding two that were kind of similar in a sense or had some proximity to each other, I think, versus something that's so diversified that it, it's just a little crazy. And, and Angelo, I, I think you made a really good point, which is I don't recommend it either. Just because I'm doing it this way doesn't mean that it's the way that I think other people should do it. It, it works for me in this weird way because I've gone down this, this path and step A has led me to step B, which has led me to step C. If I could do things all over again, would I do things differently? Who wouldn't do things differently? Who wouldn't? I, I always get a kick out of people who say that they live life with no regrets. I think that that's impossible. I don't know how you can have no regrets in life. So if you are starting from a blank canvas, I would tell you to pick one thing and go all in on it. But very few of us start life with a blank canvas. And we have to have open minds and we have to be flexible and be nimble. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I ask this question of all my guests. And, and, and when you think about your businesses, and that could be you know, the chair or the tobacco or software or, or speaking, whatever it happens to be, but what keeps you up at night? Well, in the case of last night, I actually had a pretty bad migraine. So that was what kept me up at night. Usually what keeps me up at night isn't business because at the end of the day, you sort of have to separate what you do during the day and what you do when you check out. So if you're not sleeping at night, I would tell you that you need to take a step back and try to figure out what can make you sleep better, work out, eat better, maybe do some yoga, maybe meditate. In my case, I very fortunately have no problem falling asleep with the rare exception of 
a night like last night when I just had a throbbing migraine. What does bother me and what does concern me, uh, can't deny it, is I, I am worried about the broader climate we're in right now. It's a very tough situation as a people, as Americans, as human beings. We're in the midst of a massive health crisis, something that I personally have no basis of comparison. And I worry about the role that this is going to play in terms of I mean, man, by the time this episode airs, who knows how many lives will have been lost. And the economy is not in very good shape. So those are things that concern me deeply. With that said, I try to focus as much as I can on what I can control, can control. I can't control this broader crisis that we're in. I can control certain things in my life. I can control my mindset. I can control how I spend my time. And I try to stay as positive as possible on the things that I have control over. And again, great words, because it is about not being totally consumed, but to, to, only you can make the decision, not you, but we can make the decision to stay positive, to move forward one step at a time. And, and I find this is a really important one I talk to my clients about is now is the time to work on your business and not be reactive, not be in it so much that you're mired in the muck that you can't see. You know, we're, we're, we're moving and we now we need to start focusing on the future. And you can't do that if you're, you know, running around like a chicken with your head cut off and not really thinking because it is fluid to your point. By the time we finish this interview today, I mean, so many other lives would be lost and, and the dynamics of, of the world and the market are changing on a second by second basis. And so you can get lost or you can choose to take control and control the things that you can be responsible for. So yeah, absolutely. Um, what is the best business advice you've ever given and or received if it's different? That's a, a really good question. I will come back to some advice that I really like to give to all kinds of audiences that I speak to. It wasn't advice that I received, but it's advice that I give. And I could answer the best advice that I received afterwards. But advice that I give is, and I don't know that this is the best piece of advice. I'd like to think that I have different pieces of advice that are relevant to different audiences. And But, but here's one. I'm a big believer that in life, you can separate people into two categories. You have givers and you have takers. Most people in life are takers, not because they're bad people, but because taking is natural, taking is easy. We're predisposed to be takers. Most of us are. If you take a step back and think through 
who are the people in your life today? And are they givers or are they takers? The people who you have in your life who are takers are probably people who are there out of some form of obligation. Maybe they're a childhood friend or a family member or a coworker or someone who you didn't necessarily choose to be in your life. But the people who you actually consciously decide, the people who you select to have in your life are going to be givers. Why? Because why, why would you actually want to have someone in your life who's going to be taking from you? You want someone who's going to be adding value, not sucking value. So once you understand that, you then need to ask yourself, well, who am I? What am I? Am I a giver or am I a taker? Because if you're a taker, then who's going to want you in their life? The only people who will want you in their life are people who can take something from you. Whereas if you're a giver, everyone's going to want you in their life. You're going to be able to add value to anyone and everyone, and therefore everyone will want you. Everyone is going to want you around. This is, Angelo, this is advice that I give to all kinds of audiences. You could be a college student. You could be a high school student. You could be in the middle of your career. You could be out of the workforce. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are. You have value to give, but it starts with the mindset of being a giver. And once you're there, it makes all the difference. Yeah. You know, and and I think that during this this time, and what do we get to eight weeks now, something like that, is I, I think it looking at businesses shift, but but more importantly a business, it's it's been the personal connections and just having conversations and to your point about giving, it's I'm not trying to sell anybody anything. I I spent the first four weeks talking to a lot of folks, checking in on them, making sure that, you know, if they had issues or questions or how I could help. And and I found that also in coming back to me as well. And and I think it's really important. I mean, as us as human beings about, you know, thinking about others in that giving standpoint of of making sure that life continues on that and I love this taking part I mean it's really push coronavirus aside there's you know we could probably all point to a lot of those takers that you know were you know looking for that handout in a sense without even acknowledging about you or anything else or trying to take the time to learn about you or or really build that relationship and to me it's a lot about relationship building that that creates this give and take and, and concern about about your, your fellow man, if you will. Definitely. A lot of it is taking advantage of our capacity to listen because we all have different needs. We all have different wants. And it's incumbent upon you to take the time, to take the interest, to figure out what is it that the person sitting right across from me can really benefit from. What does he or she need 
in his or her life right now? And that answer is going to be different depending on who it is you're interacting with. Take the time to listen. Don't make assumptions. Too many people are too quick to assume. And just take a step back. And I've seen it time and time and time again. People who have the mentality of how can I help you? What can I do for you? And have that mentality in an authentic way are the people who make it, are the people who are successful, no matter what their craft is. And anyone listening, become one of those people. Mm-hmm. You, you use the word listening, and I'm going to ask you about this. This is, to me, is a sign of, of good leadership, right? And because, and, and in general, most people, frankly, don't listen. As you're talking to them, they're thinking about their comeback or, frankly, the story they're going to tell that's that, that triggered their mind, right? So to me, listening leads to conversation and it leads to really generating an emotional connection with the person that you're talking to. So when you, when you counsel and talk with folks about leadership, I mean, how important is this topic of getting people to really listen first and not react and not respond, but really absorb that information and respond accordingly, not just, you know, with their own story. It's as important as anything. Angela, I think we have a huge advantage in that you and I right now at this very moment are talking to a biased audience. This is not a representative audience of people that are out there because we're talking to an audience that is predisposed to listen. They're taking the time out of their busy days and busy lives to listen to your podcast, to listen to our conversation. So anyone listening right now is probably a better listener than most people out there. You're probably better than the average human being on the spectrum when it comes to listening. So you can pat yourself on the back because that's, an invaluable quality. It's unbelievably important when it comes to being an effective leader and when it comes to being an an effective human being because who wants to be around someone who doesn't care for their fellow man? Who wants to be around someone who lacks the empathy, lacks the humanity, lacks the genuine care for the person they're sitting across? And the most important thing about effective leadership is understanding that leadership isn't about me, it's about you. It's not about my goals, it's about our goals. It's about one plus one becoming three. And to do that, every leader needs to bring each and every person in his or her team along the way and do it in a way where they're empowering them to become their best selves. And the only way you can do that is by becoming, if you're not already there, a really, really strong listener. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I look at you know collaboration, communications, and those connections that you make by really, by listening. I mean, that's really important. The, 
when you're talking leadership and working with groups and what are some of the typical questions that that people ask you about how to be a better leader and, and what again how do you structure that because it, i don't think it's an eight an innate in people to just be a leader right you, i i think there is the soft skills there there's the opportunities that they had exposure and you know that helps build that character and maybe that started early on in life but i can imagine sitting in an audience and people are asking you questions about leadership so what's what's the one you get the most, if you will. You know, a really interesting question that I get is a, an even broader question, which is, why does this matter? Why does leadership matter? And who does leadership matter for? Does leadership matter for me? Is it relevant to me to become well-versed and knowledgeable in leadership if I have no aspiration to lead a team? Why am I here? It's, it's kind of like before you can go on the journey to become a great leader, why am I even engaged in this conversation? Why should I be engaged in this conversation? And if, if that's not a question that you're asking, it's a question that you should be asking because it's important for everyone to understand why this topic is so important and why this topic is so important for everyone, not just for CEOs, not just for people who are presidents of companies or, or presidents of countries. Anyone and everyone needs to learn how to become an effective leader. And here's why. We are all leaders in our lives. Some of us are leaders in more formal ways than others. Some of us lead teams. Some of us lead units. Some of us lead companies. Some of us are leaders in our communities. Some of us are leaders in our synagogues or in our churches or in our mosques. Some of us are leaders on our sports teams. Some of us might have no actual leadership titles, no leadership responsibilities, but what happens when there's a situation Maybe you're in the grocery store and there's something about to happen and someone needs to step up and be a leader to diffuse the situation from becoming really, really bad. Who's that leader going to be? That leader needs to be you. You need to learn how to lead. You need to be comfortable as a leader. You need to be confident as a leader. And I think all too often people look at leadership as a spectator sport. We have our leaders who we defer to, and then we just can kind of go and do our own thing. And to borrow a phrase from my most recent podcast guest, General Martin Dempsey, the former chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, who just wrote a book with this title, there's no time for spectators. You can't be a spectator. You can't be a spectator in life and you can't be a spectator in the game of leadership. So how can we lead? How can anyone become a better leader? How can we go from having no experience in leadership to becoming effective leaders? How can we 
go from being great leaders to becoming even better leaders. Well, that's what I love talking about. That's what my show is all about. That's what my talks are all about. I mean, I don't know how much time we have on this podcast, but that's what I love doing and talking about. But before we get there, I do think it's important that anyone and everyone understands why this is so important. Great. Well, yeah, I'm going to segue because that was my next, uh, where I'm going next is, is on your podcast. And uh, like it's a lessons in leadership and it's the 30 minute mentors. And I was, you know, scanning your guest um, uh, yesterday, the day before. And it, it's the same, like your business is, it's very, <laughs> very eclectic, but um, I certainly see the theme there. And uh, so, so talk a little bit about your podcast and, and, and one of my questions and is who is your favorite? Well, wow, that's a tough one. It's like asking who your favorite child is, which is a hard question, except when people ask my parents, because they always say me. No, my parents actually never say that. My parents' favorite is, of course, their grandchildren. But my, my favorite podcast guest is, there is no answer to that. I've, I've just had such an awesome experience with all of my guests. Anyone who tunes into 30 Minute Mentors will understand why, because each of my guests brings such a different, interesting, unique, and awesome perspective to the table. I've had founders of companies ranging from Kayak to FanDuel to coming up next week as the founder of Electronic Arts. I've had CEOs of Gold's Gym, of Deloitte Consulting, the former CEO of Campbell Soup. I've had the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of Michigan. I've had Rob Lowe on the show. Suzanne Summers was a guest. Rick Barry, the NBA Hall of Famer. I mean, every, some military leaders on there. I mentioned General Dempsey, Admiral Stavridis, retired four-star admiral, who is the Chief Allied Commander of NATO. So every week I'm bringing on a really powerful voice, someone who, anyone listening can confidently say is a leader to listen to someone who has made it to the top in his or her profession. And my goal is to take my 30 minutes with my guest and extract as much value as possible for listeners. We spend some time talking about his or her journey, how they got to the top, but more importantly, I really like to focus on how listeners can get to the top. How can anyone tuning in take that next step in their career? Whether they're a college student trying to figure out how to become successful right out of school, or whether they're a really, really successful CEO trying to figure out how to become an even better leader. What I love about the show, what I love about doing this is being able to each and every week put out content that resonates with listeners ranging from people with no real experience to my actual guests. I have a number of people who guested on my show who are subscribers who tell me, man, I had no idea how much I had in common with the CEO of Gold's Gym, or I had no idea how much I had in common with Rob Lowe. And it's just cool for me to hear that. And it's what's really interesting for me is seeing directly. I've had a lot of 
guests come on the show and tell me and tell my listeners just how important it is to be a lifelong learner, to continually learn, to never be set in your ways, to never be satisfied with having enough knowledge. And for me to see that firsthand by seeing some of my guests actually consume this content and message me and tell me, hey, I just listened to this past podcast and I love that example that your guest gave on this topic. I just learned something new. To me, that's awesome. So I hope that anyone tuning in takes a listen and enjoys it as much as I enjoy doing it because it's really an absolute joy for me. Yeah, well, I think, you know, like you and like me, I mean, we, we do this, uh, for me anyway, I do this out of passion and a, a way to give back, a way to educate, offer, you know, advice to the various guests that I have. And hopefully my listeners learn from that and they can either relate or they learn something that is going to help them in their business since that is my, my focus. So I, um, we've actually come down to the end. It's, it's, I've, I've really enjoyed this. I've got uh, one last question for you. And, and we, if I could get two pieces of advice, you know, my, my listeners are small to medium sized business owners, probably some startup folks out there, probably some students as well. But if you could give two pieces of business advice, leadership advice, um, that you would like my audience to take away, what would it be? Sure. So great question. And to anyone listening, firstly, thank you so much for taking the time to spend with myself and with Angelo and hope that this conversation has been beneficial in some shape or form or fashion. Two pieces among many. Number one is the leadership journey starts by understanding who you are as a person. Before you could effectively lead others, you need to be able to lead your own life. And this is important no matter who you are, but it's particularly important for entrepreneurs, for small business owners, for people who are going to be leading an endeavor. You're gonna be leading a team, you're gonna be leading customers, you're gonna be leading stakeholders, you're leading an organization. Before you step into that leadership role, you need to be able to know who you are, be comfortable in your own skin, and that, that's huge. Piece number two, advice uh, number two, sort of segues from uh, the first piece of advice, which is that I'm a very big believer that most people in life are bad at most things. I personally am bad at so many things. I couldn't even tell you how many things I'm bad at. And I say that with tremendous sincerity. We are running low on time. And even if we weren't running low on time, I wouldn't have enough time to tell you all the things that I'm bad at because the list is endless. And I think if you're intellectually honest, you probably acknowledge that you're probably bad at a lot of things too. I think that we're all good at a few things. But I think we each have one thing that we're exceptional at. We each have that one thing that makes us special, that makes us unique, that makes us different. It's our superpower. And the more quickly you can figure out what it is that makes you unique, what it is that makes you different, what it is that makes you special, the more successful you'll be in life, the more successful you'll be in business, the more successful you'll be as a leader. And 
as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner, this is critical because you cannot build a successful business by yourself. You cannot build a successful business without having a great team around you. And you can't build a great team around you without understanding who you are, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and how to supplement and complement that. So advice number one, advice number two, go hand in hand. And to become a great leader, to lead a successful business, to lead a successful organization, to build a great team, really starts with getting started on that leadership journey. All right. Fantastic. Love that. So, Adam, let our listeners know how they can contact you, all your website, email, LinkedIn, all that good stuff. Absolutely. I try to make it really easy. It's just my name, Adam Mendler. So my website is adammendler.com. Social media, you can find me at Adam Mendler. So at Adam Mendler on Instagram, at Adam Mendler on Twitter. My podcast, 30 Minute Mentors, is all spelled out. So you can punch out 30minutementors.com. You could also find it on your favorite podcasting app, whatever app you're listening to this show on, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, however you're finding your podcast, just type out 30 Minute Mentors. And thanks again, Angelo. This was a true pleasure. Really enjoyed it. And thanks for the time. Yeah, absolutely. And I have to say, I listened to, um, uh, your your podcast with the uh, ex uh, Campbell Soup, I think he was the CEO. Doug, yeah, and, Doug Conan. Yeah, it was it was really it was good, and you know to have those kinds of insights from you know big brand leaders like that, and and uh, is is exciting as a you know as a marketer. So I I appreciate that, and and you'll get a new subscriber out of me. So I'm, I'm looking that. forward you. to that. And thank you again for joining us at the cafe today. You can find out more about me, read my blogs, view my videos, or receive future information at theponzagroup.com or certainly connect with me on LinkedIn. And if your business is ready for growth and you need a CMO, but you're not quite ready for a full-time person yet, connect with me. I'd welcome the opportunity to talk about the benefits of using a fractional CMO. And lastly, please subscribe to this show. And if you're already a subscriber, I encourage you to tell others so they can benefit from this great content like we heard today. You can find out more about that at thebusinessgrowthcafe.com or on the Ponzi Group website or any major podcast platform that you like to listen to. Join me next week at the Business Growth Cafe. Thank you for listening to today's discussion at the Business Growth Cafe with your host, Angelo Ponzi. Take a moment to subscribe to this podcast and visit our website at www.businessgrowthcafe.com. Read Angelo Ponzi's blogs at www.theponzigroup.com.